Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the sports historian, Lex Anderson, here to celebrate my 100th podcast episode. And I thank you to the one person that faithfully tunes in to listen to my podcast as I share it on Twitter and Facebook and Spotify and Anchor FM. Special shout out to the one person who continually listens and gives me that one play. The goal is for the one to become 100 and then 1,000, 1,000 to 10, to 100, to a million. But it all starts with one. So I thank you for whoever tunes in faithfully to the podcast episode that I make each and every time from the bottom of my heart. And how fitting on this 100th episode that it would, re- it would revolve around the greatest rivalry in Major League Baseball, if not the greatest rivalry in North American sports, Yankees, Red Sox, nationwide sports leader, primetime Sunday night baseball, and the Yankee offense continues to go MIA, falling to the Red Sox 3-2 as the Red Sox, sorry, 3-2 in 10 innings, the final as Boston takes the series. I am going to rip the Yankees for this loss, not just in this game, but in this series. Because heading into this series, the Red Sox had lost three previous series. Most notably, getting bounced by the Cleveland Guardians 10-3. Right? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm I'm so disgusted right now. Let me just get my thoughts straight. The Yankees had returned home after going 4-2 against the Mariners and the Dodgers. A three-game set against the Chicago White Sox and the Boston Red Sox, both teams under 500, but more damning, the Boston Red Sox in last place in the AL East, and the Yankees allowed them to come into New York in Yankee Stadium and walk away with a series. The last time the Red Sox had won a series in the Bronx, June 4th through 6th in 2021. This is inexcusable. Yankee captain Aaron Judge, we already know the big toe, IL, no date set for his return. But where are the Yankee bats? Where are the guys who are being paid big dollars? who were doing nothing. Again, in millions, Giancarlo Stanton, 32, Donaldson, 21, Rizzo, 17, LeMayu, 15. Meanwhile, it's Willie Calhoun earning less than a million, 750,000 to be exact. Gleyber Torres, he's off of arbitration, 9.9 million. But Glaber Torres has been with the Yankees long enough to understand why Yankee fans tire of him being the streaky hitter that he is. When people say Yankee captain Aaron Judge and the Yankees are his team, it, it is not for the Yankees to take it literally. In the 18 games the Yankees have played without Aaron Judge, they are 8-10 and 
and average 3.3 runs a game. That's disgusting. The Yankees have scored three runs or fewer in 10 of the 18 games. Makes no sense. Does Anthony Rizzo believe that he's being paid $40 million over two years to be best friends with Aaron Judge in the locker room? Or to slap his ass in the dugout? Because he's definitely not earning his paycheck. In this six-game homestand, the Yankees went two and four, all four losses by one run, and the Yankees are now nine and 12 in one-run games this season. During the homestand, Rizzo 0 for 19, Torres 4 for 20 with two homers, LeMayu 3 for 15, Stanton 1 for 14, Donaldson 2 for 18 with two home runs. But meanwhile, I'm watching the Arizona Diamondbacks, right? They're exciting. They're leading their division. They're doing well with their draft picks. They're doing well with their youth. I'm looking at the Cincinnati Reds. With Willie Benson and Ellie De La Cruz doing the damn thing, electrifying the team. And all I see is the same tired garbage bullshit from the Yankees. And even worse, the Yankee fan base, the Yankee universe. I'm in a couple of Facebook sports groups. I posted a comment about how I'm not going to vote for Anthony Rizzo after he... uh made a base running gaffe. And of course, Glaber Torres also made a gaffe in the outfield, leading to a runner to advance that tied the game up at 2-2 in the first place that forced the extra 10th inning that resulted in the 3-2 loss. But back to the Facebook group. So I make mention that Anthony Rizzo can't run the bases, which is even worse, compounded by the fact that he's not hitting at the plate. And you know what's worse than the... Boston Red Sox fan, as much as I like to say hated, racist, and reviled Boston Red Sox, Yankee fans. Yankee fans are the worst fans in Major League Baseball. Yankee fans are the most racist fans in Major League Baseball. Trust me, I know from experience, not just on social media, but having gone to games at Yankee Stadium. White people stare at you like, what are you doing here? You get the look. You know what I mean? When you go to a Yankee game, yeah, you know, it's predominantly white people, some Hispanics, a couple of Asian tourists trying to probably catch a game while they're here visiting in New York City. But the looks that that I always tend to see when I'm there, being six foot three, so I'm very aware of my surroundings, is the looks of racist Yankee fans. So my post about me jokingly saying that I wouldn't give any all-star votes to Rizzo were met with backlash by these racist white devils. It's so sickening with these fucking white people. I can see why when Yankee players are traded like Aaron Hicks, Gary Sanchez. Hmm, Aaron Hicks is suddenly doing great for Baltimore. Gary Sanchez, yeah, he's been DFA'd a whole bunch of times. He's finding his stride in San Diego with the Padres. 
in the same token, it's not like when the Yankees get rid of players. Oh, let me add Joey Gallo too, who of course Yankee fans had the pitchforks out for him, even though you know with Joey Gallo, he's either going to strike out or hit a home run. You pick your poison. But Yankee fans are so selfish, so self-absorbed. They're such asinine assholes (laughs) that the team is potentially reflective of the garbage-ass fan base. Because again, when you're paying all these millions of dollars, DJ LeMayu hasn't been the machine since he put pen to paper to get his six-year $90 million that Yankee fans said the Yankees have to sign him. The Yankees have to keep him. They have to pay Rizzo. They have to keep him because Rizzo's best buds with Aaron Judge. They're locker room buddies. They're dugout pals. I can only imagine what Yankee captain Aaron Judge must be thinking. I wish I could interview Aaron Judge because I would ask him, not the stupid, cheap questions that the media ask him. I would say, Aaron Judge, how do you feel seeing the Yankees struggle without your bat in the lineup? How do you feel about Stanton and LeMayu and Rizzo all being dead on arrival when it's their time to carry the team? This is definitely not a World Series team. And I'm, even, I'm not even talking about contenders. As far as I'm concerned, I know I've talked about the Yankees having all these players on the IL, on the injured list. But enough's enough. We have guys on this veteran team that are what? Choking on their bats? Nothing to show for it? And you're going to let the Boston Red Sox come in and take a series when they had entered the Bronx having lost three straight series? Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays just can't stop stomping the crap out of their opponents. But the Yankees' offense is struggling. They can't get on base. They can't move the runners. It's terrible. I got an email that said there's a promotion for $10 tickets. Why would I even want to waste my time? Thankfully, the Yankees are off today. And they get to go into a Subway Series interleague with the Mets. Two games. The Mets are 31 and 35. Are the Yankees going to struggle to beat the garbage-ass New York Mets? It's not a matter of having faith at this point. I don't have to live off of a blind emotion. This team has overpaid, overpriced multimillionaires who can't do their simple fucking job. And it's sickening and it's tiring and there's no way in hell I'm going to sit through and watch this, this disaster. It's a disaster of a show and there's way other more forms of entertainment to take in than watching a Yankee loss. They better find a way to get it together. Then after the two games... Against the Mets. They'll have off on Thursday it seems. And then Friday. They'll have another series with Boston. In Fenway Park. It's even more damning because Stanton. 
usually he does damage against the Red Sox. What is he waiting for? Ro Maybe he's waiting for the road trip. Maybe Stanton just couldn't perform at home. The stat line on this team is absolutely disgusting. Let me look up the stat line right now. That's what I'm doing. Let me look up the horrific stat line. Willie Calhoun, 0 for 3, but who cares? He's not even getting paid a million dollars. Glaber Torres, 0 for 3. Rizzo, 0 for 3. Donaldson, 0 for 3. LeMayu, 1 for 4. Stanton, 0 for 1. That's terrible. And if you're not going to produce at the plate, at least produce on the field. But not Glaber Torres. Sleepwalking through the game, I guess. <laughs> Makes no sense. Brian Bello, seven efficient innings for Boston, matching his career high. Like what? The Yankees have, and, and once again, the Yankees waste another great outing by Clark Smith. Five and one-thirds inning. Retired his final eight batters. And New York had a 2-1 lead going into the eighth inning. Unbelievable. Of course, Torres can't field the ball. Michael King can't do his simple job, and the Yankees end up losing. Hilarious. Who knows when Carlos Rodon will ever join the team. Ryan Weber is supposed to have a plasma injection UCL injury. He's trying to rehab his right forearm strain instead of having surgery. Just have the surgery. <laughs> That's the price of being a major league athlete. You, you might have to go under the knife at some point in your career. So let's see. So on Tuesday, it'll be Luis Severino going against Max Scherzer. This should be interesting. And will I tune in? In bits and pieces, honestly. You could follow me on Twitter at LexAnderson underscore WS. I'll just watch through social media. No point in sitting through a potential disastrous Yankee lack of offense clusterfuck. Debacle. Give me a break. I don't know. Maybe it's the hitting coach. <laughs> the hell is going on? But let's see. I talked about a lot of things yesterday that occurred yesterday. So my in closing will actually be. UFC 289, Amanda Nunez said that she is done. She's retiring at the top of her game. Interesting. 
will she return? Everybody that tends to retire does return at some point. She dominated her opponent, Irene Aldana, for five rounds. She got both her titles, laid them on the octagon floor, and put her gloves with them. So now the UFC women's bantamweight and featherweight titles will be vacant. There will be new number ones across the board. Okay. So I guess she wants to retire on top. I recall seeing her screaming double champ forever. Okay. I guess we'll see what happens. Well, wishing her the best in the next phase of her life. With whatever she does. Very interesting. The leaving on top thing. Because usually it's so rare to see. Sometimes people hang around to the point where you're like, dear God, why are they still fighting? (laughs) But Amanda Nunes, she definitely is the GOAT. And she's only 34 years old. All right. So she retires as a double champion. The last time she had defended her 145 pound title was in March 2021. Okay. And she did beat some of the the baddest women on the planet at the time, Ronda Rousey. In 48 seconds, Chris Cyborg, 51 seconds. But of course, in her last fight, it went the entire five rounds. But she got the decision. And of course, they're probably going to say that the featherweight division will probably go to the wayside as well. We'll see what the future holds, but Amanda Nunez, double champ, fare you well in your future endeavors. And sports fans nationwide, thank you very much for to. Oh, wait, you know what? Oh, hold on, hold on. My apologies. Yes, there's something else I, I actually have to add here, real quick, since I am on the MMA trip. A couple of days ago, Connor Maniac McGregor. Knocked out the Heat mascot. Yeah, I think I already talked about this, actually. But, uh, yeah, they're saying that the Heat mascot will be back at work doing his job. He needs to be getting a lawyer. Are you kidding me? You had a licensed MMA fighter hit you not once, but twice. I don't know what the skit really involved. But uh, in this day and age, you're supposed to secure that bag. I guess the Heat mascot doesn't want to get paid. Oh, well. 1-800-PAIN-LAW. That's the number. Until next time, sports fans nationwide, thank you very much for tuning in. The 100th episode is in the books by the sports historian. We also have Game 5, NBA Finals tonight. Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat. Will the Nuggets seal the deal, or could the Nuggets live to fight another day? 
We will find out later tonight. Lex Anderson signing out.